morning. How's it going? Cody Jansen with you on 12-Ounce Sports Radio. It's World Hockey Report Live. Coming to you on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio and TV Network. Show brought to you by Seat Giant, of course. Whenever you're looking to buy tickets, you got to go to SeatGiant.ca, especially if you're in Canada, because you're going to be paying in Canadian dollars. Best prices, lowest fees, and hey, come on. I mean, you want to switch the trend. You don't want to have to do those stupid conversions. Go on U.S. dollars to Canadian. Best prices, SeatGiant.ca. Use the promo code 120ZSports, and you're going to save money on your next ticket-buying purchase. Breaking news to start this show. Well, maybe not exactly breaking, okay? Now we're looking at about 20 minutes ago. Aiden Dudas, he's practicing with Team Canada for the first time since camp opened. That's according to Mark Masters. And they're going to slot the right winger in with Foodie and Del Andrea. So, according to Adam Urban Trout, hey, he's, our, he's our hockey insider here on World Hockey Report. He says Dawson Mercer is going to be the odd man out, or 14th forward. We have kind of had a few looks at what this team could be looking like come the start of the tournament. We are going to break that one down later on the show. Wanted to talk about some NHL from last night as well. Four games. Four games on the slate. You got the Gents, Kings, Hawks, Golden Knights all picking up wins. And one of the, the bigger stories, I guess it felt a little bit more confusing to me than anything was with the New Jersey Devils sitting out Taylor Hall. Everyone thought a trade was imminent, like this is going to happen right away and you know there, there's nothing else to it. But it really hasn't worked out like that. Everyone's going, oh, they're definitely the favorites in here. You know, they're they're gonna the lead runner. They've sat out these prospects. They're gonna make this trade for sure. Well, nothing's happened. That's where it confuses me is I mean, are they gonna move them out? Did they have a deal in place and all of a sudden something fell through? Who knows? But it does sound, as I said before, I said Arizona and Colorado make sense as front runners. Now they're going to say St. Louis is in. I'm not sure I can see Taylor Hall in a St. Louis Blues jersey. I think that one's a little bit more stretched. Unless they, they, they know something we don't with this whole Tarasenko injury. I'm not quite sure. But I do think that Arizona is the front runner. And I've been saying it for weeks. I just think that that's the perfect organization for them. They've got the ability to offer him a long-term deal with some pretty good money. He's not young anymore. By the end of his next, assuming he signs a seven-year deal, that puts him around 35, give or take a year or two. Not a bad place to be when you're late in your 30s, kind of end of the NHL career. And Arizona's got some good young players. Where can the Coyotes use help on their current roster? Clearly it's scoring. Ranta and Camper have been great on the back end. They play a good style where they really clog up the defensive zone, clog up the neutral zone. Their defenders all do their job. They're leading the Pacific. Where can they use help? Clearly it's scoring. 
Now maybe Taylor Hall isn't going to have another Hart Trophy season. Don't want to give Adam a hernia or anything talking about it. I know that his uh, heart win was a little controversial, but I think he probably deserved it just on the fact that the rest of his team was so bad and he single-handedly got him into playoffs. So maybe he's the most impressive that season. Maybe not the most valuable. But in that sense, he's pretty damn valuable to his team. So Taylor Hall to the desert. I do think that makes sense. We will break that down a little bit more coming on in the show. I wanted to talk about Team Canada a little bit as well. Just a little bit more in regards to the goaltending situation. You got Dawes, Hofer, and Rodrigue. And just the, the, the more I think about it, I really hope Hofer doesn't get the, the short straw here. Because that would be a very tough look for Hockey Canada. And as it's been talked about before, I've had guests come on the show to you know, discuss what really is the issue. And with an Eastern coach, if they want to go with an Eastern heavy lineup, well, you know what? Hofer's the odd man out. And yeah, sure, you can use the, the thing, oh, they don't see him in the O or the Q. You know, he plays out in Portland that's way out there. Sure, he's good, but they don't, they're not comfortable with him. I really don't give a damn. I don't. I don't. I think it's just a joke if you're going to use any sort of bias when it comes to the World Juniors. And what, seven of the nine of their cuts are the other day are from out west? It's Hockey Canada for you. That'll do that. And to wrap it up, pretty cool stat from last night. I thought this was just a, a guy who flies under the radar as consistency, leadership... Never been a, a fancy guy. Never been someone who's real flashy. But Eric Stahl, he's got point number 1,000 for the Wild. So we'll break a little bit more down into his career to finish off the show. But of course, we got hockey from last night. Wow, what a game. Jets and Flyers. Did you catch that one? If not, you missed out. That was a big one. 7-3 for Winnipeg. Now, Philly, yeah, they might have hit his little speed bump there. It happens. Carter Hart, six saves. Little yank. It happens. Still young. Still young. Pardon me, Elliot got the yank, not Hart. Hart came in after the yank. Elliot allowed six on 17. That Farabee hit, too. Oh, I guess we might as well talk about that while we got it up. If you haven't seen the video... Up World Hockey Report. That's World Hockey RPT on Twitter, where you can connect with us, of course. We'd love to know your thoughts, especially on this one. Joel Farabee. Pretty greasy hit. Pretty greasy hit. A little behind the back dish and Farabee. That's definitely late. That's definitely high. It's on Pearl, by the way. Not sure if I mentioned that. So he comes and he crushes him. Luckily, it wasn't as much boarding as it could have been. But yeah, pretty high. couple of comments coming in yet. Faraby, the new NHL cheap shot artist. I'm not sure, Nolan Fowler. Not exactly sure. W Leak 63. When will it be announced that this has a meeting for the hit with NHL player safety? 
And what will the suspension be? I don't know. It's tough. It's a it's a dangerous hit. It's a dirty hit. I don't even know if he's a repeat offender or not, like in my books. If he's not, it's probably a game or two. Leon Bubis says there's zero tolerance for things that don't hurt the NHL box office returns. Tried to tag Gary Bettman. That didn't work. Not tw Twitter savvy, I guess. <laughs> Emmy Tyra says player safety three games of the crossed finger. Crossed fingers. I'm not sure if it'll get three games. Three seems like a little bit of a stretch. I could live with two. Three, I might say, alrighty, it's definitely late. Yeah, it's it's tough. You try to think of it as a, a split second decision, definitely late. QE2 Sports says meeting a Tinder date. Thought that hit was late. I'm not sure if there's a joke intended in there, but hey, it, it made me chuckle just a little bit. Little Tendy fighting the coast from the other way. You got Logan Thompson, former Brandon Wheat King. Shout out. Scuffing him up a little bit. That's always good. Okay, back to the, the Flyers. Getting hammered by the Jets. Blake Wheeler, golden two assists. Shankfleet had a golden two assists as well. Pionk, three assists. Yeah, he was a big part of that trade there. Well, maybe not a massive part, but hey, they acquired him. Myers, out of town. Not Myers. Not Myers. The other D-man there. So, Pionk, three assists for him. He was a plus two. Kyle Connor as well had one and one. Big win for the Jets. Big win for the Jets. Now, third in the Central. They got 20 wins on the season. 11 losses. Two overtime losses. The Kings, they double up the Red Wings. 4-2. This one's in Detroit. The Red Wings stink. So I don't think anyone's too surprised, but it's a battle of the, the eighth place teams. Pacific and Atlantic. Kopitar with two goals. Carter into Foley with the others. Zadina. He chips in. Same with Bowie. Bowie? Bowie? I forgot how we're saying it. He's a Western kid. Probably should know. Whatever. Eric Comrie. He got the start for Detroit. Against Jack Campbell. That's two former World Junior netminers. World Junior standouts. We'll go as far as seeing that. I don't know about Comrie in a sense of... He just had it tough in Winnipeg. Like, you're trying to follow up a guy like Connor Hellbuck. You're, you're similar in age. They, they know that you can't develop on the bench. They've had some pretty poor backups at times. I guess Michael Hutchinson had his little run there. Now you've got a guy like Laurent Brossois who's got that taste of NHL experience and he's a reliable backup. So, yeah, maybe he didn't get his fair shake. But it's good to see him getting into the NHL. So Comrie with 28 saves there. Kopitar with two goals. He'll pick up the win. Chicago. Take down the Blackhawks, 5-3. Chicago, the team, who is keeping Kirby Dock. That has been well expressed on social media. Kane with a hat-trick, that's his sixth of all time. Kevin Fiala had two 
for Minnesota. Good to see him start heating up. Then Stahl, of course. We already mentioned that's point number 1,000 for him. Sodenkamp had the other goals. That Kakinen's been playing a lot for Minnesota. I know Dubnik's out. He's looking solid. Could he be the goalie of the future? I guess like his numbers from yesterday aren't going to speak to that. But Chicago's kind of an opportunistic team where they're not good enough to put 40, 50 shots on net. So when they do, if they bury, they're going to win hockey games. Leonard, 23 saves on 26 shots. Not his best outing of the year. But hey, Minnesota's proven they can score. I get it, the Oilers aren't the best defensive team by any means. But when you put up a six spot on someone in the NHL, you did something right. So Fiala with two, Kane with three. And the Hawks top the Wild. Then the late one, hometown hockey, the Golden Knights beat the Vancouver Canucks. Vegas keeps climbing. They're now second in the Pacific. A 6-3 win for them. Patch ready with two. Holden, Sherwood Park guy, what's up? Zykov, Marsha Show, and Stone. They also had goals for Vancouver. It was Besser, Peterson, and Vertanen. Markstrom made 34 saves. DiPietro with 6. Fleury had 26 for Vegas. So Markstrom allows 5 on 39. The kid, Michael DiPietro, comes in 6 saves on 7 shots. Besser, the only Canuck with 2 points. He was also a plus 1. I know everyone hates this plus minus stats. But it's got to count for something. Maybe not Oscar Fantenberg is a plus one on the back end because, I mean, hey, he might just slide off the bench at the right time. But for the most part, I'm still taking it in validity. Validity into the plus minus. I get it. Maybe that power play stuff is a little bit skeered. Maybe it's not a perfect formula. But I'm still going to weigh a lot. On that, Patrick did have a four point night. He had two and two. Shea Theodore had three assists as well. Another Western guy doing good in the NHL. Always love to see that. Alrighty, we're running like time to take a break. We come back. You know what? I think it's time to talk about Taylor Hall. I think we got to talk about him because it's frustrating in a sense of I'm, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at the team. I'm not mad at the insiders trying to get the scoop. But if you're going to sit a guy out, I want him gone. I, I don't think I don't think it's right for Taylor Hall to sit out for the next month as they try to move him. I don't think that's the answer. But hey, we'll talk about it more coming back after the break. It's World Hockey Report Live. Cody Jansen with you on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Where could Taylor Hall end up? World Hockey Report Live coming on the 12-Ounce Sports Radio Network. Cody Jansen with you on this beautiful Monday. It's December 16th. How's it going? Connect with us. Of course, I'm at January 31 on Twitter at World Hockey RPTs, where the show's at. Of course, coming live on 12-Ounce Sports. So Taylor Hall, kind of the talk of the weekend, kind of took over everything a little bit there. And where could he end up going? A lot of different rumors. And yeah, maybe I don't want to speculate on all of them. I had my own thoughts earlier. This was a few shows back a couple of weeks ago. I said that I thought Arizona and Colorado 
were probably the front runners. I don't think that Edmonton was too interested. I didn't think that Florida might be one of the teams up there. Because do they really need more offense? I think they need more help on the back end, if anything. But here's a few rumors floating around. David Pagnota from the fourth period. Um, He's broke some stuff before, definitely more down south, Arizona area. And he said that hearing the Coyotes are the lead dogs in the race to acquire Taylor Hall. Deal may come soon. Clearly that it didn't. It's two days ago. Pierre Lebrun from TSN. Uh, he says the Florida Panthers, you know, they're they're up there for Hall. Five, six teams possibly in the mix. Arizona, Colorado as well. And an interesting hot take. I wanted to bring this one up. David Staples, writer up in Edmonton. The longer the Taylor Hall trade saga fiasco goes on, the lower his acquisition price gets, the more that it's clear he's simply a rental and that the market isn't huge, the greater odds he ends up in Edmonton. That's a long sentence. But he also adds on, if the price is low enough, he makes sense with the Oilers as a rental. Now, I'll talk about that first. We'll, we'll break that into two. We'll talk about the first sentence, and then we'll go in to, to the Oilers more so. The longer this goes on, his price goes down. It's the middle of December. Literally. The, the trade deadline. These teams are barely halfway through their season. People are going to be paying a prime penny for Taylor Hall at the trade deadline. This isn't just some decent forward. This is a star player in the NHL. I don't know what they're asking for now. And frankly, I don't care. Taylor Hall is going to be a massive boost into someone's lineup come playoff time this year. Whether that's rental, whether that's a trade and sign, whatever it may be, there's no way that Taylor Hall's value is going to drop so much that it's going to change Ken Holland's mind to say, oh, maybe we will just pay up a first rounder and a good prospect and bring him in for playoffs. Like, what good does that do? The Oilers have no problem right now with their 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 big guns. They've got the big guns who are difference maker in playoffs. That's what you need. That's what every championship team needs. They need a Ryan O'Reilly, a David Pasternak, Brad Marchand. We're going to come through big and that's, that's going to be your star players when you need it most. They've got McDavid and Dreisaitl. The Oilers need competent depth. Taylor Hall is not that. For the fact of, I mean, I guess you're not absorbing too much of his contract, but he's not going to help you that much in playoffs. Having him on your second line doesn't make up for as bad as your third and fourth because currently your fill-in players on your top two lines aren't any better than your third and fourth line guys. They're intro I mean they're reversible, whatever. Introversible. I'm just making up words now on the spot. But it really doesn't matter if Alex Chason's on your second line or your third or fourth line. He's the same type player. He's gonna bring the exact same to the lineup. Same with the old person no, he's a D man. Whoever the other Swede, Nygaard, Yercho. 
Those guys aren't difference makers if they're on the second line or the third line. They're the exact same. You need competent middle depth players who are going to be able to provide offense while also staying competent in the own zone. If the Oilers think that Taylor Hall is going to be that second line player who pushes them to a solid playoff run, I don't think so. The only way I really see the Oilers going for it is if Daryl Kate says, damn, our revenue sucks. We have to make the playoffs and make a big push here. That's the only way I could see the Edmonton Oilers doing something that silly and it just doesn't make sense to me at all. There's no need for it. There is no need for it. And if you're going to be getting a rental player, I would much rather see the Edmonton Oilers bring in an experienced defenseman who's reliable in his own zone because Oscar Clefbaum and Adam Larson are not your top pairing NHL defensemen. They're not. They've proven it time and time again that they are not your top pairing D-man. You've got some great young defensemen, but you're going to tell me that the Edmonton Oilers would rather have Taylor Hall over Alex Petrangelo. I'm not saying that you can get him. I'm just saying a guy like that. A guy like Mark Giordano. A true leader on the back end who you know what you're getting night in, night out. You know he's going to bring leadership to your team and you know he's going to produce on the ice. That's exactly what the Edmonton Oilers need. I don't care about what you may think because if they're going to get three or four goals produced from... McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins in a game. Come playoffs, sometimes that's all you need. Especially, especially in the West. Hey, World Hockey Report Live brought to you by mybookie.ag. If you're looking to place some money down, of course, we're going to be getting Janner's best bets coming up here later on today. You got to go to mybookie.ag, use the promo code 12OZSports, and you're going to save money. Because they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. That's $1,000 of free play right there. Not out of your wallet, whatever. Cash out whenever. Make those bets. See if you can strike it rich. Of course, use responsible game sense. Don't go crazy. MyBookie.ag, it's the best place. It's simple. I mean, come on. Anyone who's capped sports for a while... They've gone to a few different places. I'll tell you for free. Bet my bookie is definitely the place to be. That's mybookie.ag, promo code 12OZ Sports, and they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. When we come back, a little bit of news breaking from Mark Masters, Team Canada World Juniors. Back a couple of minutes. We're back. It's World Hockey Report Live, coming on the 12 ounce Sports Radio Network. Show brought to you by Seat Giant, of course. If you're looking to buy tickets, you got to go check them out at seatgiant.ca. Use the promo code 12OZSports, and you're going to save some money on your next ticket buying purchase. 
Time to talk a little World Juniors here. Because, of course, those are coming up. And you know what? The best place to get World Junior coverage? 120zsportsradio.com They are going to hit you up. Ten writers in place right now. That's every country covered. Covered completely. 12-ounce sports taken over the game ever since World Hockey Report has kind of merged together. It's just been growing. Starts off just one. That was first young, 2017. Like I said, it would have been 2018, 2017, 2018 tournament. Then last year, hey, Nafe Trout, me, crushed it. Now we're up to 10. It's going to be the best coverage. You don't need to go anywhere else. Hey, yeah, sure, there's some great insiders out there on Twitter, but if you want the best articles, pre-tournament, post-game previews, breaking news, 12-ounce sports is going to be your place to go during the entire tournament. So let's talk about some of the, the depth charts that have been going out there. I know nothing is actually official right now. But according to Mark Masters, here's the lines from today's practice in Vienna. You got Lafreniere with Hayton and Foot, Byfield, Cousins, and Lavoie. Lavoie, whatever. Foodie, Delandrea, Dudas. Then you got McMichael, Gruel, Thomas, and Mercer on that fourth line. They're going to switch that out. Absent was Valeno. American League, obviously, that makes sense. You got McKenzie and Smith on the back end. Ball and Bernard Docker. He's going to be a player and a half. Oh, my goodness. And you got Byram Addison and Trysdale as your seventh defenseman. Goaltending, I don't know if this is in no particular order, and that's why I wanted to, to kind of bring this up. Because you got Dawes, Hofer, Roderick. Now, here's a couple of things. Is I don't see Canada flipping the switch that quick on a guy like Olivier Roderick. He's been their go-to guy. For the age group, for multiple tournaments. He's an NHL draft pick. He's a second rounder. He went 62nd overall. He's played under 17s. He had an 894 in that. Not impressive. Under 18s. He was great. 949 there. But should he be Canada's locked in starter? According to this, on the depth chart, they've got Dodds at the top. I don't see that happening. But yet again, back to Rodriguez. He's got a 907 this year. Has he been that good? I know the QMJHL is obviously a lot more high scoring, but is he going to be the guy that you want and you're going to trust to get you to that gold medal game? Now, Nico Dawes, he's only draft eligible for 2020. He's never been a part of the Hockey Canada system. He's just been an absolute stud this year for Guelph. 939 save percentage there in 20 games. So this is what I'm happy with for Team Canada. Is they're starting to figure it out because they have it in the past. Your third goalie better have an extra year left at the World Juniors. All these other teams are doing it except for Canada for some reason. And they'll play them against your Germany's, your Kazakhstan's, your, your bottom teams, your teams that are going to be relegated. I don't know why Canada thinks that we need to, to be playing our top guys for seven saves against Denmark. Doesn't make any sense. 
But a guy like Dawes, if he doesn't get in a game, preferably one of the, the I mean, play him against Germany. Get him that action. Get him that experience. Who cares if it's a boring game? At least he got him in one. And now next year, he at least has somewhat of ideal what to expect. As a goalie, that is huge. It's all preparation, preparation, preparation. But the guy who I hope doesn't get the raw end of the stick is Joel Hofer in the mix of this. He has been phenomenal. He's not a Hockey Canada guy. He's a Manitoba boy. And you know where they get left out with Hockey Canada. They're the odd ducks. He was great in Swift Current. He's a dub champion. Comes in. They're an absolute train wreck last year. Still posted. You know what? It's incredible. If your goals against average is over four and you have an above 900 save percentage, that just shows you're on a pretty bad team. You're getting peppered night in, night out. Then he goes to Portland, plays well there as well, gets a game up in the American League, back in Portland this year where he's an absolute stud. There's no other way to put it. He's been the best junior goaltender in Canada this entire season. 9-3-7, he's got a 1-8-1 goals against average. He's played near 30 games for Portland. Kid's an absolute study. Six foot five. He's everything you want in an NHL goaltender. He's a fourth overall pick. Yeah, he went late, but he played on a team like Swift Current. And I just I'm I'm really curious to see how this all plays out. In my mind, he's the best of the three. See Western bias, see what you want. The numbers, I mean, he passes the eye test, he passes the stats test. That's all there is to say. You can just call it whatever you want. If Olivier Rodriguez is your starter and he drops the ball, that is a direct correlation. I mean, you've got an easy out to blame, and that's Hockey Canada. That's that's not just whoever's picking the roster, that's Hockey Canada for going the same old song and dance. They're going to stick to their exact same guys. Why? Because, oh, they played under 17 with us. They played under 18, under 16. At the end of the day, if that's the formula you're going with, maybe that's why other countries have caught up to us. Maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, no one really gave a damn who you played for a few years ago. That has no impact on the current season. So yeah, you know what? If Joel Holfer isn't the guy on night one, I'm not going to be too surprised. They play the Americans. Give Rod Reed that game. See how it goes. But I'm telling you, if they lose and they don't go to Hofer. That's just, unless he's injured or, or there's something that changes, I would be very disappointed. I would, it, it's almost embarrassing if that would be as blatantly obvious of Eastern bias, of Hockey Canada just sticking with their guns. You can't have another fifth or sixth place finish. You can't. Not in Canada. It's unacceptable. It's pathetic. It's embarrassing. You've got the best hockey players in the world to choose from. It comes down to management then. And if you're going to give guys second chance to be management coaches, not deserving. That's for sure.
Anything. I know it's a tough group. I know Group B is crazy. You've got Canada, you've got Czech Republic, they're hosting, you got Russia, and you've got the Americans. You've got Germany as well, but I mean, sorry, Mertzsider, you are in trouble. Not going to be a fun tournament for you. So it's tough. Group B is going to be tough for sure. But that is absolutely no excuse. You, you still have to come out on top. That's the expectation every single year for Canada. And it's unacceptable otherwise. Look at the talent crop you're choosing from. It's gold or nothing. And I'm very, very set on that. Okay, we're going to take a break. It's World Hockey Report Live. Cody Jans with you. Come to you on the 12-ounce sports radio network. What is up? It's World Hockey Report Live. Come to you on the 12-ounce sports radio network. Cody Jansen with you. Monday, December 16th, 8.51. Out in the great province of Alberta. Hey, a cool stat from last night. I did want to touch on this a little bit. And that's Eric Stahl, a guy who doesn't get mentioned enough because Minnesota's probably one of the most boring teams to watch. But he had point number 1,000 yesterday. He's played over 1,200 NHL games. That's an incredible feat there. He's in the Triple Gold Club. He's like 35 years old, Thunder Bay kid. Pretty impressive, pretty impressive. He's got 429 goals, 571 assists. He's done it all. He's got a Stanley Cup. World Championship gold, Olympic gold, second overall pick back in 2003. Guys made millions and millions of dollars. But it certainly wasn't easy for me. He's put in his time. He's put in the effort. He's had a 100-point season. Everyone seems to forget that. Back in 06, he was an absolute unit. 45 goals, 55 assists. Like, when people talk about Eric Stahl, they're like, oh, yeah, he's kind of slowing down now. No, when he was 32 years old, he had 76 points. He's a point-per-game NHL player making just over $3 million. Just, I mean, salt of the earth right there, as some would want to say. He's done it all. He's a great leader. And for Minnesota, yeah, they're, they're pretty damn lucky to have him. What a family. By the way, just wanted to give him some extra kudos. I mean, point one thousand. That's something special. Just put yourself in that club. Pretty pretty cool right there. Alrighty, hey, show's brought to you, Seat Giant and my bookie. So if you're looking to buy tickets, you gotta go to seatgiant.ca. Use the promo code 120Z Sports, and you're gonna save money on your next ticket buying purchase. And if you're looking to, you know, if you think you're an expert at picking who's gonna win. Think you're like the primetime capper who's coming up 11 to 1 here, Mountain Standard Time. Go to mybucky.ag, type in the promo code 120Z Sports, and they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. That's mybucky.ag, promo code 120Z Sports. Taking a look ahead at tonight's games in the NHL. I haven't seen any starting goalies yet. Haven't really looked too much into that. So I'm not exactly going to go in depth. But I'll tell you who I like. It's the last one to play. Mad Minute. As we like to call it here. So you got Florida and Ottawa. This one's in Florida. I do like the Panthers at home. You got the Rangers against the Predators. The Rangers are at home. They've been playing some pretty mediocre hockey. But all in all... 
Oh, man, that's a tough one. Maybe if you can get the Preds on a good money line. I haven't whipped up the MyBookie.ag yet. But, yeah, I mean, if you can get the Preds on a favorable number, not bad there. Caps on the road against Columbus. Columbus is horrible. The Caps, they've only lost twice in regulation. I seen Adam, I just seen this tweet from Adam a while ago. Twice in regulation since October 14th. That's been 27 games. So, yeah. Caps, puck line in Columbus. Probably going to get real friendly numbers there. Avs and Blues, don't bet on this one. It's just going to be a barn burner. Enjoy it. Enjoy every second because what a game right there. That one's in St. Louis. And then the Oilers and Stars, this one tonight in Dallas. The Oil have been struggling mightily of late including a loss against Toronto, but they did play pretty good. You know they're bound to snap out of this streak at some time. But Dallas hasn't been brutal either. Oh, man. Despite the goaltending on both of those teams being, well, uh, let's go with Dallas. Dallas's goaltending is pretty solid. Maybe see if they're going to run with Hudobin. Pick the over. Picked you over. That's the over of the night right there. Oilers and Stars. Puck line, probably, probably go with the Caps. Money line, Panthers at home. There you go. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code 120ZSports, and they're going to match your deposit up to $1,000. Here's what's going on later today on the 12-ounce sports network, of course. You can use the TuneIn app on your phone if you're trying to go through a mobile device. You want to listen just to the radio, 120ZSportsRadio.com. You got to go check it out. Mondays are loaded on the network. You got Glenn's Dynamic Sports Corner coming up next. That's live. The Primetime Angles Radio Show. You got Pop the Primetime Capper coming up at a or I guess 1 Eastern Time, 11 and 1 Mountain Standard Time. Sports and more live with Dean Millard. You don't want to miss it. Big guess, as always, that's at 2 o'clock. Mountain Time, Bourbon Bad Opinion, 6 o'clock Eastern. 8.30 Eastern, you got Talking Miners with Rando. Expect some Southern Professional Hockey League talk. FHL, what a league. I, I mean, hey, I give him props. He follows it along. I can't imagine how many games he watches and just wants to stab his eyes out. Sometimes some of that stuff, pretty rough to watch. It happens. You know what? Hey, that's going to do it. It's a great show as always. Friday's guest will be announced on Twitter at World Hockey RPT. It's Cody Jansen with you. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. It's a great week. Only, only nine more days until Christmas. Have a good one.